We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone and welcome back to another video. Today we're going to go over the making of Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Whereas in yesterday's video, we went over The Return of the Jedi's making of. Now, these books go over all of the sweat and tears behind the scenes that took place to bring each of these original films to the big screen back then. And as I was going through this one, again, trying to see if I could find anything to make a video for you guys, I came across this. The summary of the very first draft of episode 5. Specifically, the initial confrontation scene between Luke and Vader, which in this version is not at Cloud City, but instead on the planet that would eventually be Hoth. What struck me is that the iconic encounter is not a duel between father and son. Instead, the man that Luke faces is the one Obi-Wan Kenobi described him to be in A New Hope. This Darth Vader is not Anakin Skywalker, but in fact, the man who betrayed and murdered Luke's father. A fallen Jedi, whose first name is probably Darth, and who wants Luke as dead as his father. So here we go and then we can talk about it. When the Empire's fleet closes on the ice planet, Vader talks of his recent history. Luke Skywalker disabled my fighter and sent me spinning off into space with all systems dead, even the radio. But I knew. I knew when he destroyed the Death Star, using the Force to find the target. I had much time to consider Master Skywalker while I was waiting to be rescued. He's too much like his father. Then the summary switches to describing the action. The rebels are defeated, but Luke escapes in Leia's ship when he is separated from the others by the battle. Vader complains to a foot soldier, He lives. Leave me, you incompetent idiot. But in his spacer, Luke is attacked telepathically by Vader. So here we go. Luke says, What's the matter? I can't breathe. Only because R2-D2 takes over and makes the ship jump into hyperspace is Luke saved. Goodbye, Luke Skywalker, Vader says, believing he has killed Luke. The Falcon also jumps to hyperspace to escape Imperial pursuers. R2 crash lands their ship on the bog planet where Luke meets Minch, who is actually Yoda. So yeah, we almost did have Grandmaster Minch instead of Grandmaster Yoda. I've mentioned the name before and I also covered his comic, which is very Legends now. Now while we almost got Minch instead of Yoda, this is what first drafts are for. They're trying out ideas and seeing what works and what doesn't. We know where things end up, but it's fun to explore how all these things began in George Lucas's mind. So Minch becomes Yoda and a guy named Darth Vader becomes the fallen Anakin Skywalker. In the film, Vader and Luke have their first duel on Bespin, but in this first draft, Vader attacks Luke directly at Hoth. Their fighter is closer to how it was during the Death Star Trench run in Episode 4. A combat through the Force instead of a physical conflict between two lightsaber-wielding warriors. This is kinda cool. Vader attempts to force choke Luke to death across a great distance, which was probably what turned into the scene where Vader killed Admiral Ozil after he failed him for the last time. 
Then R2 saves Luke by going into hyperspace, which we kind of saw in Empire when an injured Luke escapes Bespin in the Falcon at the end, and Vader communicates with his son telepathically. It was only then, when they jumped to hyperspace, that the connection was fully broken after Luke started saying, Ben, why didn't you tell me? So what do you guys think? If Luke and the Rebel Alliance had to face this Darth Vader, a Vader who had no relation to Luke Skywalker, would the Empire have won? Would Vader show any mercy? I mean, if he was just intending on killing the son of his old rival Anakin, with no interest in converting the young Tatooine native, but instead intended to permanently rid the Empire of the great threat the fledgling Jedi posed against him and the Emperor's power. Would he have succeeded at all? Even in this draft, at a later point not covered in this video, Vader will try to turn Luke to the dark side when he discovers that he survived. But again, let's say this Vader didn't want Luke as his apprentice. What would have happened? I'm curious to read your theories down below. Now, what will also come as a surprise to none of you who have followed the channel for a while, I personally believe Vader would have won. And sure, he is my favorite character, I guess, after Qui-Gon, but that's not the reason. I believe that the moment Vader discovered Luke's true identity, from that very moment, the young Jedi had a secret protector, Anakin Skywalker. Buried deep in Vader's subconscious, the light side, that part of him that was still very much Anakin, began to awaken more and more, and move against the darkness. Luke became a wedge within Anakin and Vader, much more than Padme could have been. Luke was Vader's last visceral connection to Padme. He became a priority over the interests of the Empire. In Vader's mind, it was to turn his son to the dark side, but it was truly a father's love for his son. Without that connection, Vader would have easily beaten Luke in Cloud City, as it's clear that he was holding back. In the comics, while Vader was pursuing him during the period between Episode 4 and 5, there was an occasion where he had to use the Force in secret to save his son. Without that familiar connection, Vader would have come at the young Skywalker without hesitation, and would have killed him. Now, if Luke didn't leave Yoda's tutelage and trained at the exiled Grandmaster's side without interruption until Yoda became one with the Force, then a fully trained Luke Skywalker whose ability... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. These were close to the ones that we saw in the second season finale of The Mandalorian. Is something that we probably would have gotten. Now, that Luke against Vader is a very different question. A Luke like that against a Vader who had truly embraced the dark side? I mean, I'm not really sure. It would be tough. It could go either way, but then again, that Luke that we saw at the end of Mando was like five years after Return of the Jedi, so it's really hard to say. It's a toss-up. And I'm only saying this because Vader was so limited because of his loss to Obi-Wan all those years ago. And if we're going with Legends Luke, which is what I think that Luke was at the end of Mando, eh, it's a pretty powerful Luke. Anyways, whatever the outcome, the duel would be pretty sweet. So let me know who you got down below. Vader 
or Luke. Now, on an alternate theory timeline, let's say Vader did kill Luke on Cloud City or in the Emperor's throne room, or anywhere in the galaxy really, the point being Luke is dead at Vader's hands. If that had happened, would Vader's power in the dark side have grown even stronger, perhaps strong enough to destroy the Emperor? Or would he still need to eventually find an apprentice to help him regardless? I believe that he would never be powerful enough, just as George Lucas said, he only had 80% of his power, and the Emperor was 20% more powerful than that. So it really wasn't up to Vader anymore at this point as to who he killed or what he learned in the powers of the dark side. Regardless, at this point, he just wasn't powerful enough to defeat the Emperor and survive. That whole thing at the end, the whole way that Vader actually won, was purely because the Emperor was so focused, and it explains this in the novel, the Return of the Jedi novel, it explains that the Emperor was so focused on killing Luke, so entranced, so tunnel-visioned, that he didn't even notice or sense Vader's betrayal. And once he was in the air looking at the ceiling, it was far too late. And at that point, he was just shooting lightning everywhere, fueling his anger at this betrayal now that he recognized. And by the time he could really do anything about it, he was already flying down the shaft. Anyways, let me know your thoughts down below. I hope you enjoyed this video, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.